Chris Robinson, Managing Director of TJM Institutional Services, joins us this morning to talk financial markets. Chris, welcome. Happy Monday. I want to begin with the spike in the U.S. dollar after the jobs report Friday. You've got geopolitics, I mean, rates that are starting to inch back up here a bit. And, I mean, it seems like you could blindfold one, throw a dart, and ultimately hit a bullish factor for the greenback above 103 to begin the week. Yeah, um, you know, maybe we came too far too fast. We dropped 14 cents from October. There's a 12.2% 12 12, 12 correction. And that employment number on Friday was the, the, the number one driver, right? People saw that number and they're like, oh, you know, the, he did a quarter percent last time, you know, look out for the next, you know, three, six uh, hikes because now he's got, he has cover to do what they want want to do, which is, you know, their, their solution to fix, uh, uh, inflation is to put people out of work. So how do they do that? Well, they have one tool, Fed funds rate. So I would say, you know, get ready for more hikes. And that's what the dollar is telling you. It's, you know, it's it's kind of interesting. We, we talked about it on the way down. And then now, you know, if the dollar is going to be, uh, uh, it's very, it's very sensitive to the perceived Fed moves. So that's what you're seeing right now. You know, I, I think that's important. We talked about that earlier in the show in terms of what does this mean as far as a shift from a Fed tone ultimately? Because it seemed like it had been softening a little bit, right? Kevin Hinks brought this to our attention here because we're going to hear from a couple Fed speakers this week. Over the weekend, uh, Mary Daly said again that uh, uh, basically, wow, is what she said in reaction to the number. I'm looking further into her comments. She said she thinks it's far too early to declare victory and even think about peaking. She said right now the most important thing to convey is the direction of policy is for additional tightening and in holding that restrictive stance for some time. I mean, I guess in some ways this number is going to give Fed chair the opportunity to take on that kind of uh, other persona that he has, uh, you know, we've seen in the past a bit more hawkish tone uh, possibly this week. Yeah, well, my kids are both uh, on their way out of college. And uh, I guess my grandkids will be studying this when they take econ in college in 15 years. How's it going to play out? It's real time. You can argue all you want. I'm not a big person for arguing. You know, let's just catch the trend. Okay. So how do you do that? Take a look at the 10-year note. Take a look at the two-year note. And take all your opinions and what you think should happen. And just trade what the market's giving you. People get hyper-focused and, uh, you know, I, I call it the chatter class. It's like, you know, okay, fine. It sure does look like the, the dollar's done going down. So let's reevaluate how we want to be on the yield curve. I think that's the way you play it. And, you know, every month when we get an unemployment number, are we going to re recalibrate? Possibly. <laughs> you know, it's, it's kind of back to, the, back to the, the early 80s and 90s when I showed up to the Board of Trade. The busiest day was the unemployment number. We're getting back to that where there's – there's going to be some opportunities. Guys used to fly in just to trade the number. So yeah. there's, a, there's a silver lining to that. If you're a trader, you want movement, here comes your uh, catalyst. Yeah, you know, I, I like that. I don't want to recalibrate every day, right? We're not in the pits. We're not trading ticks and uh, right. uh, ultimately uh, intraday multi, you know, uh, granular uh, second type moves. I, uh, you know, I think that's important to remind our viewers taking a step that's back. And as I look at that, and I think it's important what you said, basically, we could break down the fundamentals till we're blue in the face, but price is king, right, ultimately. And talking technicals, I did see something that sort of stood out. You mentioned yields. We saw the 10-year taking out the December lows, but if we could pull this chart again, 
man. 30-year didn't really participate to the downside, right? Never took out the December lows. And it does kind of, uh, you know, feel like maybe if the bottoms, dollars bottomed out of stocks to come off a little bit here. I'm not sure which came first in the sense since chicken or the egg. But, I mean, ultimately, we could see rates kind of work their way back into this range that we saw and maybe back a little bit more towards near 4% for the TNX. Yeah, I think that's a good a good way to look at it. And, and again, um, try and catch the meat of the move. Nobody, you know, nobody knew that that number was coming out on Friday. Uh-uh, nobody. If you did, you're, you're not telling the truth. So, you know, um, <laughs> if you'd known that, obviously, you know, you would have had a big position on uh, in the 10-year. So watch the 10-year. The 10-year's been drifting lower. We had a, a, a little bit of a correction because people thought maybe, you know, they were going to pivot. And now there's there's absolutely positively no reason for the Fed chair to pivot. And like I said, my grandkids will be studying how this all plays out the same way we played it, watched out with Volcker did it, you know, when we were in high school. So it's it's an opportunity. That's the way I look at all this stuff. It's an opportunity because if you can, you know, catch the, the meat of the move, um, there's there's gonna be opportunity. So that's the way I look at this. That's the way, I, when I work with my clients, that's what I tell them. I'm like, hey, you have to have an opinion, you have to pull the trigger, but at the end of the day, th these are going to be opportunities for um, uh, you know, to make some money if you're in properly positioned. Chris, let's talk a little bit about the IMF uh, commenting uh, over the weekend about uh, the potential for the U.S. to default on their loans, the debt ceiling crisis. Ultimately, she uh, they basically said, look, if you don't like uh, the current environment in terms of higher rates and the pinch it has on the U.S. consumer, uh, brace yourself because you're going to get a lot worse if this actually plays out. Yeah, I don't know how it's going to play out. I mean, uh, I, you know, they have to service the debt on 31 trillion. It's a lot easier to service the debt when you're at zero percent than when you're yeah. at four and a half or five or yeah. six or seven. So if they and, were struggling then, I mean, how are they going to do it now? You're saying? I, I, well, they'll just spend more money. I mean, come on, we've been watching this. I've been watching this since I was eight years old. They, they hem and haw, and they will just—they'll print the money. Now there's another opportunity. You know, how do you uh, how do you hedge against that? How do you trade against that because I don't think you and I have ever seen you know they're not gonna they may say they're gonna dial back but they yeah. don't dial back that's yeah. the problem with the Fed the Fed is hamstrung because they're getting no help from Congress Congress just keeps spending and it doesn't matter what side of the aisle you're on so that's there's a you talk about people talk about you know the trend is your friend <laughs> that's a trend you know people in Congress people in Washington DC find a way to spend the money and the Fed is left he has, he has one tool to try and dial back inflation, and that's the Fed fund rate. So it's it's uh, he's in an awkward position. I wouldn't want uh, the the job of the Fed, uh, you know, for any amount of money because it's it's a very difficult job, and he's getting no help from the uh, from the fiscal side. Chris, lastly, a final thought in terms of the U.S. dollar. It seemed like last week the focus was, well, a little bit more on some of the other central bankers, the moves that they were making kind of on the chessboard. But with that job support, things have kind of come back full circle. And we're seeing that in terms of the rally back. Stocks lower, dollar to the upside ultimately. And, again, the concern about uh, uh, this uh, impacting the Fed and the decision-making process there is what we're seeing as far as the move higher. But it just seems like the focus has kind of shifted from some of those other central banks to a little bit more domestically again yeah and i think that you know as the u.s goes you know the rest of the world does bird dog us and follow along with us yeah i mean the lowest unemployment in 53 years i mean yeah. and people are already arguing about well they changed how they did this and they did that at the end of the day you've got to trade that number and the whole world is looking at that so yeah, i'd agree you know, the, the u.s is is in a great position did a much better position than europe 
And, you know, to have the Dow sitting here at 34,000, you know, it's within, within what, eight or 9% of the all-time high. Mm -hmm. Stocks are actually, actually, actually uh, performing pretty well yeah. on, a, on a percentage basis. So you got to look at that. So, like I said, I, I'm trying to, you know, from a, from a risk standpoint, you've got to look and see. It sure does look like the dollar has turned. And it sure does look like the Fed is going to continue to to uh, uh, have cover to hike rates. So based on those two uh, ideas, you know, you need to be adjusting whatever trade you have on. And look at what happened with with uh, the metals versus the dollar. You and I talked about it forever. People were so jazzed about the about uh, the metals. Uh, you know, it was oh here we go, two thousand baby. Here we go for for uh, uh, gold. And boy, as soon as the dollar turned, there you go. So that there's a perfect example of how the gold, gold is really more of a currency hedge against the dollar. And you don't have to be a rocket science to pull that chart up and look at, you know, the dollar, the, the dollar gold uh, relationship. And I think about two or three weeks ago, you and I were talking about that because that was the trade du jour. Everybody's like, look how much gold has moved. Here we go. And boom, it turned on you. And it turns very, very quickly. You know, I just pulled up a chart here, if we can pull it back, because uh, I'm wondering if this is going to turn very quickly here, too. TNX starting to inch back up here through 3.36 right now, 3.5. Will we start to roll over in the indices if we continue this uh, momentum back to the upside? Hey, pleasure to have you with us here. Chris Robinson, Managing Director of TGM Institutional Services. Thanks for sharing part of your Monday.